So going through some of the questions, you know, there's obviously a lot of moms, working moms too, that can relate and be like, how do you do it being a mom and especially being in the industry? So I kind of want to dive into that a little bit. So you have three kids. I do. The ages. 17, 19, 21. But you know the ages. You can say it. I know, but sometimes I forget, though. 17, 19, Sometimes 21. a 17-year-old's going on, like, 26, and, you know, get confused oh, sometimes. True. Sassy. Um, so if you were to look, I mean, all three of the kids, knowing them for so long, they're so different. Yeah. But so, like, I see so much of you and their dad in them, too. But when you look at them... Like, what, when you see each one of them, what do you see reflected back to you that really reminds you of yourself? Who wrote that? I mean, a mom. Like, we'll okay, get we don't need to it. give names. We need to give names and where she's from. <laughs> the one thing that they, they all three have mm-hmm. that makes me proud mm-hmm. as a mom is they have beautiful hearts. They're really kind kids. They are. Slash young adults. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think for so many years as moms, we question, oh my gosh, am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? And Mm -hmm. it's like, I know I've screwed up a lot of things because all parents do, even if our heart's in the right place, Mm -hmm. but they have a lot of empathy. They're kind to others. I remember when they were little, I'd be like, you know, if you see someone sitting alone at the lunch table, we all know, have those horrifying cafeteria stories from elementary school or junior high school in particular. Yeah. Go over, make that kid feel better. You know what it's like to move and be the new kid. Like, go mm-hmm. make them. So it's funny. Through the years, I got I've gotten a lot of compliments from teachers. So when your mom or dad's not there, and they still do kind things without you telling them, it means it's sinking in. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I'm a lot of things, a lot of crazy. Um, but I know that when I'm gone someday, that most people. <laughs> But I know that I've always led with my heart and tried to be super kind. So they have and that. And that's mirrored through them. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely from me, I think. Yeah. Um, Any traits that you're that are like, not so great. Yes. about yes. me that they have? Very, 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 very stubborn. Oof. My girls. Yes. Oh, girls are 17, Evan's 17, Quinn's 21. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicholas is not as stubborn. He's just more chill. He's really chill. Yeah. Um, so the stubbornness for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest, that's the coolest thing. So through one of my weaknesses for many, many, most, the majority of my life mm-hmm. has been being willing to accept people maybe not treating you mm-hmm. the way that you'd like to, the way that they should, frankly. Mm-hmm. My girls were able to see that, I think. Mm-hmm. And then when I recognized it, I was like, look, you see what I did there? Mm-hmm. See what I did for all these years? Don't do that. Be better than me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the blessing that comes from tough times is that if you're vulnerable and open about it and you recognize it in yourself, your own stuff, yeah. then you can share it with them and say, please don't take as long as I did to be okay with who I am. Please do not take as long as I did to learn to stand up for yourself and fight back when necessary and with kindness and grace, right? right. So I love that my struggles, mm-hmm. they're going to be better off for it. I think it makes it it makes it all worth it. Well, I think every parent kind of hopes that, right? That their yeah. kids are able to tread a little bit further than you were able to and really kind of Be see more what, st- yeah. see the things that you did and maybe the the opportunities that maybe you missed or you tried and be like, wait, I want to do it differently or no, I don't want to say better, right? Because you did the best that you could. At that moment. At yeah. that moment, which I think is so important to give yourself grace on that. But 
I'm curious though too, like what about a son? Because the girls, but what about your son? What do you see? Maybe some traits about yourself. You're like, oh crap. <laughs> or do you think that Nicholas is just well? He, I think that all Jen. three of them. No, all, all three of them. You know, obviously at certain at young ages, there's hesitation. Like, is it okay to do this or say this or mm-hmm. feel this way mm-hmm. and do something about it? He hesitates more, as you've seen, because mm-hmm. my kids love this one. Oh my gosh, as much as they love their mother. You're like auntie, that. yeah. He is just coming into his own. Mm. At least in the beginning stages of that, like realizing his talent mm-hmm. as an artist mm-hmm. and his sense of humor. I know I'm funny. Okay. See, that was funny. I know I'm funny. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> Didn't dunch. Right. Like, what's that? Okay. Well, <laughs> <Fell> flat. <laughs> he is seeing that, and I. I think that I, I, we all, as parents, you see your kids' strengths and weaknesses, and I saw his, and I, I just, oh gosh, I don't, again, I don't want him to wait as long as I did. He's very humble. Too humble, don't you think? Mm. Um, yeah, sometimes I want him to, especially, also up against his sisters, like, fight Fight back. back. Like, take them out. I mean, I'm not talking, like, physically, but just be like, no, like, stop, or yeah. just... Shut up. <laughs> Actually, great question. Okay. As a mom and working mom, and so many women now really are so career driven or having kids later on in life and are dealing with that ultimate mom guilt. And I feel like I've kind of seen you like when we've been on the road or, you know, your career has really been kind of the forefront where you've had to be gone from home a lot. And you've missed out on so many opportunities and events and occasions with your kids. And how do you juggle that mom guilt? How do you handle it? What do you do? It's huge. It's a real thing. I will say that um, I am proud of the efforts that I made to not miss things. And I think that, yes, there were moments for sure. Probably when they were littler and... I couldn't be the room mom for the field trip to the Bronx Zoo, mm-hmm. although I did make it to one of the three. Um, those things that I couldn't do, but they had a dad who was able to do a lot of those things, which is, amazing. Know, which is such yeah. a blessing for sure. Um, but it's certainly been a process to let go of that guilt. I think the best way that I did it, number one, by knowing that every time I could make that effort, I did it, mm-hmm. even if it meant... I remember one time during the NBA Finals, um, it was actually the conference finals, and it was the Warriors and the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. And it was, oh gosh, this story makes me cry. It was Quinn's 13th birthday, and I only had one day in between games from Golden State to Houston. Um, I think it was a Tuesday game in Golden State in San Francisco, Oakland, and then a Thursday game in Houston. So we had to go right to Houston and prep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Quinn's birthday on that Wednesday. And it's her 13th and it's my firstborn. And it's a girl's 13th birthday. Yeah, it's like, a big deal. I was sitting in the lobby of the hotel that was my home when I did NBA Countdown um, in L.A. And I, oh, hi Layla. Do you remember this moment? <laughs> Do you remember the guilt that I had when I couldn't be the first in the lobby? Dogs on set. And I was crying. I become really, really good friends with the concierge there. Her name was Joy. She was the sweetest, kindest woman. She was like, girlfriend, um, what? why are you crying? And I was like, I have to work. It's the conference finals. And how can I miss 
Quinn's 13th birthday. And I go, but I have, I can't risk a flight getting, I got it, I have to go straight to Houston. She looked at me, she goes, book that flight now. Mm, you won't regret it. Yeah, and she said that. She goes, if something happens, something happens. She's like, but you will never regret, even if you're not going to sleep, because I knew I wouldn't then sleep mm -hmm. with all the extra flights. So I did it, and I was home for seven and a half hours. And I landed in time after the game in Golden State to be at the school for pickup. So at 13, she's what, eighth grade? Mm -hmm. Be at the school for pickup. And there's awesome video. Maybe we can show it. There's awesome video of her seeing me. Um, and I surprised her. Oh, yeah. I yeah. That oh, my video. gosh. I saw so when I see cute. it to this day. Hello? got home and I had had dinner planned. I had her best friend Camille who I think she's a she's a senior now at University of Arizona and Camille she's awesome and Camille came and you know I had cookies and cupcakes and we had a special dinner and they got in the pool and I was there I sang happy birthday gave her some presents and then I I went to the airport and went to Houston and I remember like oh, I remember um I remember sitting on the plane like getting ready to take off for Houston and I was crying at the thought of what would have happened if I hadn't done it. Mm. And I was like, thank you, Joy, the wonderful concierge from <laughs> JW Marriott at LA Live for caring enough to be my friend, number one. Yeah. I was very alone when I was in LA for that show for those four years. Story for another day. <laughs> but number two, that I said, fine, screw it. I don't care how much it costs. I'm going to go be there. Mm -hmm. And um, I never would have forgiven myself. And Quinn would have remembered it. She would have been old enough to remember me not being there. Yeah. So I look at moments like that where I made huge efforts and spent a lot of money to see her. I know not everybody has that, so I feel very blessed in many ways to be able to do it. Yeah, no. It's um, amazing. And those memories, and I have the picture. I saw them recently, the pictures, and I couldn't bake the cake from scratch, you know? And usually I like to do that too, but I got... The perfect cupcakes and colors. I think her dad did it as well. We came together to do that for her, you know? So the guilt will always be there. Um, but but don't you think effort it, it shows that effort is something that she'll remember when she's a parent? Because, yeah, like you said, not every parent has the blessing or the ability means to, to do the it. means to do that. Like, I grew up with a single mom. She had three jobs. She didn't make it to a single one of my tennis matches. You've said that before. And I not can't, one. Not one. And I can't even believe the mom guilt that she probably had. And I resented it for a while. You resented as, her. Yes. As an adult now, I look back and I'm like, well, she was doing the best that she could. I mean, she's trying to put food on the table. Which Literally. Was priority. That was priority. And what she had to do to put food is to work three jobs. And when you're working three jobs, like, you don't have the chance. But I think to any mom, whether you're a single mom or you have the means to be able to fly back and see your kids, no matter what it is, it's like doing those little things. And that they you see hope it. They see it. They see, and you set that example that you can have it all. Because I think, I think we're, I hope that we're past the times where women feel like, no, I have to choose, right? It's like, oh, you get married, you have kids, you stay home, the husband goes to work, and that's how it is. It's not like yeah. that anymore. Times have changed. The times have changed. And I well. think it's kind of amazing because women can do it all. They can. We can. You just However, have to find the right formula for you. For you. Yeah. 
one phrase that I've let go of is work-life balance. Because for me, the word balance makes no it balance. sound like, oh, it's balance. It's perfectly yeah, balanced. Yeah. It ain't. And no. it never will be. Or if it is, it's for a day. Yeah. Yes. But I like the fact that you said you realized it later. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you're in it sometimes, listen, kids are selfish. That's how they're... We're teenagers. Like, come out of the womb selfish. selfish. Like, yeah. here, feed me, wipe my ass. It's all about change me. Change my... Like, yeah. yeah. And that's how it, eventually we are supposed to help teach them. Yeah. sensitivity and empathy and all those things. Yeah. So later you saw it. I know now my kids see it. I think even then they, they kind of felt it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember being en- envious of other moms of course. who were able to stay home and kind of be involved in everything. And then they bitched about it. And I was like, do you know what I would do mm. to be able to be there? Um, and we had a unique situation and it was a blessing of a situation because my ex-husband was a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. Um, and in their early years, that was crucial. It's the only way I was able to feel okay mm-hmm. going on the road to work. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to always go on the road, yeah. um, but I knew that I had to, to do my job. Because that was what the career job that I chose. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I know that I made the best of it when I was there. I think it's been a lot harder as they've been older, mm. you know? I met, and, and then I'll shut up after this, but I remember when I was doing um, the 6 p.m. Sports Center on ESPN, and the worst part, said it, so because it was all day, I wasn't able to make it to their track meets, mm. their cross-country meets. Dinner. Dinner. <laughs> dinner. Sometimes we'd have dinner late, like 8 or 8.30, in yeah. order for me to be there. But to not make it to their sporting events broke me. Yeah. And they were older then, so you couldn't just, like, Say, well, no. And it was Mommy, all about no. sports and it was all it about. It was because yeah. that was their way to build their confidence. Yeah. And to, they, they all, all my kids were required to play a sport mm-hmm. and to be involved because I think the team aspect is crucial in life. And when they go off to college and certainly in the working world, you have to be a good teammate. It cannot be about you. So sports were required for me to not be able to be there because I was on TV it's not like I was out getting a mani-pedi or a massage or anything, right? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. working. But that was, schedule was not conducive to the mother that I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So when I asked off of the 6 p.m. sports center for a couple of different reasons, but in mm-hmm. particular because of how it sucked for being a mom, that's probably one of my more proud moments in my career. Everybody's like, why would you ask off? And again, there's a lot of reasons, but the most important reasons because screw it. Keep your prime time. Yeah. Keep it all. I need to be there. And I need my kids to feel me there yeah. and to know that because I do not get this time back. And now look. Well, I have I, a senior in high school. The yeah. other two are in college. Like, it's gone. So there are a lot of sacrifices that I know that I made during that 16-year run at ESPN and 28 years total mm-hmm. um, that I know that it, it balances the guilt. Yeah. It balances the mom guilt. And so I know that I did my best, and I don't have as much guilt now, looking back mm-hmm. at the job that I did, as I did when I was doing the job, mm-hmm. when I was in it. Yeah. And I wish I'd been more kind to myself. So I think that's what I would pray and implore other moms of all ages. Like, please be kind to yourself. Ask yourself, are you, doing your, your, are you doing everything you can to be there? Yeah. Even if you're not a mom, which at this point you probably haven't watched this far if you're not a mom. But like, <laughs> you have to have to be kind to yourself Mm -hmm. that's my biggest maybe regret is I beat myself up constantly for not doing enough and Mm -hmm. I get choked up because I like I 
I tried. And it was not you know perfect. What? Like at the end of the day, like especially the industry that we work in or wherever you work, whatever your job is, all of that will fade away. Gone. All of that's gonna be gone at some point. Sure. All of it's Hello. gonna end. All of it's gonna end. It can end in a second. Your your title, your ego, all of that is going to fade away. Your kids don't give a shit about any of that. They care about who you are, and at the end of the day, your family is what's left around the dinner table. That's it. And it's what it's what cradles you, it's what uplifts you, like all of that. So I think it's so easy to get stuck in, get our priorities shifted. And be like, oh, yeah, and put all this pressure on ourselves. But, you know, for you, like, you were doing the best that you could, and this is the job, this is the career that you when have. When you choose to have children, when you yeah. choose that, it is no longer, ju- not all about the kids, it's no longer just about you. Right. And when they're a certain age, they must be the priority. It doesn't mean that your marriage suffers either. you got to ba- find a way, right? Yeah. Or your, your job, or just, how about this, how about yourself? How about taking care of yourself? That's a okay. whole another episode. That's another episode. In the meantime. Self-care, self-love. Oh. Yeah. A uh, whole another episode. In the meantime. Um, <laughs> Tiffany. Uh, yes. In the meantime, if you have questions for Sage, email Or you. Me. No. This isn't just about me. <laughs> or me. She but goes, really her. Email me at Tiffany at SageSteel.com and I will pick the best of the best questions to ask you. That sounded very... She doesn't want anyone sending you questions. That was my best, like, I felt very, like... like a a TV anchor. I felt very, like, Kathy Lee and Hoda. Yeah, you're like, okay, and we'll be right back after this. After this commercial break.